2: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is the Rob Carson Show.
3: And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. I find out that my Chiefs are playing Sunday morning in Germany. Yeah, I want to watch a football game at eight thirty in the morning. Dear Lord. <laughs> So I guess, what, the tailgating starts at 4, so you can get good and obliterated by game time. <laughs> it's kind of, oh, whatever. It's uh, you know Listen, that's great. Let's, uh, let's let let uh, American football take over the world because it's a great sport. And uh, nothing against rugby or anything, but uh, uh, American uh, football is the best. Just the best. I love it. I love the sport. Love, love, love. It's awesome. Uh, anyway, we've got a lot of stuff uh, coming up this hour. want to get to uh, John Kennedy. He, it almost was a theatrical performance. Uh, he was questioning a radical uh, nominee to be a United States District judge. And I know that sounds really boring. Her name is Sarah French Russell. Sarah French Russell. Whenever they have uh, three names with, uh, with a woman, it's generally kind of pretentious and snotty. When it's a guy, it's he lives in a trailer and drives a pickup truck. So it's Billy Joe, you know, whatever. Then it's like, you know, redneck in a pickup truck. If it's a woman, you know, then it's going to be Sarah French Russell. It was a very pedigreed individual. It's kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of strange how that happens. Kind of strange how that happens. Uh, so there's, uh, there's much to talk about. I was, uh, I was reading, uh, Benny Johnson's doing a great job um, as, a, uh, as a, I don't know what you call him, he's a journalist. You know, he's a journalist, a commentator. Uh, I enjoy uh, Benny Johnson's, uh, he's got a show on Newsmax, among other things. And uh, he was uh, writing about this, um, this story, election fraud now being exposed across the country. And I want you to listen to this story. I'm I'm not going to... Because, you know, what? I mean, I don't certainly believe that there's any voter fraud. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, Arizona, uh, you know, I mean, that was completely on the up and up with 65% of the ballot voting machines not working on election day in the largest GOP district, knowing that people were going to come vote in person because they didn't want their vote stolen. And, by the way, the uh, Secretary of State was in charge of the elections, didn't fix the elections, and she won the election. So... There's nothing to see here, you idiots. How can you possibly think that that is not a free and fair election? So anyway, back to uh, Benny Johnson. He says that uh, they've been accused of stuffing ballots to sway the outcome of a mayoral primary election after surveillance video evidence was discovered. In New Jersey, multiple Democrats have been charged with election fraud. Patterson County uh, Council Speaker Alex Mendez stole mail-in ballots, filled them out, mailed in fake ballots to rig an election outcome. In Michigan, GBI Strategies allegedly sent hundreds of thousands of fake ballot applications to Muskegon County to collect fraudulent ballots and deposit them into mail ballot drop boxes in Arizona. Democrat woman was convicted of harvesting ballots in a mail-in ballot collection scheme. In all cases, mail-in ballots are the center of the fraud schemes. Kind of weird in that way. We don't have COVID this time, do we? Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, Republicans are saying, we need to adopt those same policies. No. No, we just need to uh, change everything. Connecticut judges overturned the new uh, mayoral primary after surveillance video shows possible b- ballot stuffing. The rule came just six days before the general election, creating a perplexing scenario in which voters will decide the outcome of Bridgeport's mayoral election on November the 7th, then be asked to return to the polls at a later undetermined date to choose the rightful Democrat nominee at the same race. In his ruling Wednesday, Superior Court Judge William Clark addressed the incongruity by saying he lacked the authority to postpone or cancel the general election. However, he said he had seen enough evidence of malfeasance to order a rerun of the September the 12th primary in which incumbent Mayor Joe Ganim defeated challenger John Gomez by 250 votes. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, this uh, this mayoral candidate that I just talked about, this Ganem guy, uh, was convicted of corruption during the first in as mayor, but won his old job back in an election after his release from prison. Has repeatedly denied any knowledge of wrongdoing related to the ballots. He also accused Gomez, campaign workers, of breaking voting rules. Oh sure, let's believe the guy who got out of jail. How about that? Here's the story. If I can get it to play.
1: Supporters of John Gumb celebrating his successful lawsuit as a judge orders a new Democratic primary in the race for Bridgeport mayor.
4: We will not stand quiet. They violated our civil rights. This is a conspiracy
3: theory, clearly, clearly a MAGA conspiracy theory. And
4: we, we stood and we said we will not accept that. And we spoke. There is no voter fraud in this country. And we spoke united. And today we are victorious. Superior Court Judge William Clark
1: calling surveillance.
4: Oh,
3: wait, it's Democrats. Okay, I guess it counts this. Okay. Video shocking.
1: He found there was proof partisans had placed absentee ballots in drop boxes and determined with so many mishandled ballots, it calls the results of the primary election in serious doubt. it wasn't right the first time, got to do it again. Kind of want to vote to make this a better place. And now. We have to wait again. Gomes lost to Mayor Joe Gannum. The judge has given everyone involved 10 days to come up with a plan for a new primary. It's highly unusual. Uh, and really, going to the courts tends to be the absolute... How worst. did they have standing? ...last uh, tool that could be used in, in politicals in Canada's toolbox. Gomes is hopeful another primary is not needed. He's aiming to win the mayor's race in next week's general election and appears on the ballot as an independent.
4: I encourage every voter more than ever that today the court has said your voice does matter. And I said to you, do not give up.
3: Yeah, yeah. The uh, judge said the video evidence uh, exhibits and testimony prove election fraud on a scale not seen in Connecticut or anywhere else in the country. (laughs) Okay, whatever. No, no, that's serious. There is no voter fraud. In recent history, not only does the record prove election tampering, it was caught on video. That stuff's never caught on video, is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, multiple violations of absentee ballot violations including hundreds of absentee ballots by party operatives which show the reliability of the primary results to be seriously in doubt after reviewing 2000 of hours of surveillance video footage Gomes' lawyer contend they determined about 420 people used the drop boxes uh, but at least 1255 ballots were submitted meaning that they went to these unmanned drop boxes and dropped off multiple ballots it's you know this is the first time in history Anything like this has happened, unless you uh, unless you don't, if you don't count this. True the Vote has
5: the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections but don't, in this the is world. No one has more data yes. than we do. We identified in Atlanta 242 mules it's that went movie. to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, huh. we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule?
1: Person picking up
6: ballots yeah, and moon. running them yeah, to the drop boxes.
5: Yeah. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money.
1: And in no shape, in no way, in no time, is that legal?
5: Oh, this is organized crime. Yeah. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the
3: country. Wait a minute, minute, wait a minute, four million minutes of video, in Bridgeport they had 2,000 hours of video, and the judge threw it out, that's kind of weird. What you're about to see is disturbing.
1: So this is uh, one o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at one o'clock in the morning? Yeah. One night. This person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. That
3: is kind of weird. It's like uh, almost a Dinesh D'Souza saying the same thing about this Connecticut thing. This Connecticut thing here. This is crazy. Wow, that is amazing. This is all disinformation and misinformation. You can't have an opinion on that election, so stop it right now. You should know better. Let's go to Chris in Fort Worth. Hello there, Chris. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today?
1: Oh, man, Rob. I love <laughs> brother. Up? Hey, you know I got great news here in Fort Worth. Uh, K. Granger will not be. I got great news coming from Fort Worth. Kay Granger will not be running for re-election. O'Shea, is that O'Shea with you? Uh, I think it's O'Shea with me. O'Shea will probably be uh, running. Uh, I don't know the guy, but hey, it's Israel. Israel. Uh, yes, sir, Look, yes, they are our ally. We stand shoulder to shoulder from them. The idea of taking $14 billion from the IRS is a okay with me. Amen, brother. Will it it happen? I don't know. I don't know either. If we have to shut down the government, let's shut the damn thing down. Yeah. We can't afford. We got our border to worry about. We got the budget to worry about. We got Israel to worry about. And screw Ukraine.
3: Yeah, that's what I say. But unfortunately, I I have a feeling that uh, that our new House Speaker is down with at least some aid for Ukraine. Mitch McConnell is pushing for it. I, you know, it's it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous, Chris. Um, yeah. The money for Israel should go without strings. Uh, it should go without strings. And the people who are voting against it honestly need to be uh, need to be shamed for it because they're exposing themselves. The Democrat Party has exposed itself. They are ahead of party and enrichment. Uh, ahead of uh, the people of Israel who desperately need this after a 9-11 style attack. There should be nothing more crystal clear than an aid package, a military aid package for Israel that should pass a standalone vote and should be approved. No strings attached. But unfortunately, uh, Democrats are putting party above everything else. It's insanity. It's sickening.
1: Absolutely, and uh, Israel is an ally. Ukraine has never been an ally in the United States, but they keep on talking about Ukraine. I'm like, "Huh? No, no, get it straight." And I, yeah. McConnell, and all these other rhinos, they got to go. go. Um, right. We've got to really primary these people if we're going to get a country back. I'm praying yeah. for a country. I think we've lost our country, and we got to fight for it back. At this point, we, we got to get rid of Biden. Uh, And pray with me, y'all. Pray with
3: me. Yeah, pray with you. And also uh, be ready to fight because, Chris, things are going to get weird. They already are. I appreciate your phone call. You know, um, I'm I'm preparing myself, uh, you know, just in case. I saw what happened in Israel. I see an open border. Are you kidding me? Would I be uh, smart to not consider arming my family? I mean, we are armed, but I'm getting ready to reinforce it. I'm getting ready to take some training. Uh, All of this. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea because if somebody could, uh, you know, a family of four can live in a kibbutz and one day uh, armed uh, uh, terrorists move into your town and murder you and your wife in front of your children, then murder your children. uh, Maybe it's time since we have an open border, since we have a a government where people will not condemn uh, anti-Semitic protests on campus that are threatening to Jewish students. uh, Since we have a government that would give six billion dollars to Iran, free up money, which ended up being the trigger for October the 7th I contend that is true uh, you know maybe you ought to prepare yourself because uh, you know I- I'm not gonna be a sheep I'm not going to I'm not gonna be a sheep you're not gonna be a sheep we got a lot of things going on in the country that we need to be concerned about and we need to be alert and ready for it that's not being paranoid that's just being re- uh, real I mean, look at all the things that have happened to us. We we had the government tell us we couldn't go to church or open our businesses, okay? We had the government telling us that we had to wear masks all the time. We had the government shut down our schools altogether, damaging our children permanently. You think that you shouldn't be prepared for something when things get freaking nuts? There you go. (sighs) Newsmax Plus is here, by the way. I've been watching my Newsmax Plus. I've been digging it. And right now, you can uh, you can uh, sign up. This includes all your favorite shows, Granny Van and Rob Schraig, Greg Kelly, Eric Bowling, among others, Chris Salcedo. They're all on Newsmax Plus. You get incredible analysis from Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, and others. No one covers Trump like uh, Newsmax. So uh, no one in the press asks the tough questions about Joe Biden like Newsmax. Newsmax Plus is fighting for you. So take it for a free test drive, will you? Just go online. Could go online to your uh, Internet Explorer or whatever. Type in NewsmaxPlus, P-L-U-S dot com. NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for your free trial. Gets uh, just takes a couple minutes. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. Get the special code. You can watch NewsmaxPlus on our free app on your smartphone or on your home TV set. Millions are making the switch to Newsmax. You should, too. And also my show, Rob Carson's What in the World This Weekend, is off the hook. Funny. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Oh yes, we do enjoy Metallica, don't we? Don't be jealous, but uh... I'm married to a woman who loves pro football and Metallica. I know, I know, it's kind of cool. Absolutely, I know I made the right choice. So, um, lots of stuff on the plate. Uh, oh, oh, I'm, I, you know, we have the uh, the daylight savings time tomorrow. I thought, it, I thought it was over. I didn't know it was over. So tomorrow night we're gonna we're gonna fall back, unlike Joe Biden, which means fall up is what he does. But uh, I was just sent this. Uh, this is from Jim Gossett. This is, uh, I guess, Bill Shatner has something to say about the time change this weekend. So uh, here he is, Captain Kirk, Bill Shatner. Hello, darkness,
7: my old friend. Yeah, there Daylight savings time must end. Yeah, I'm kind of done with it, actually, myself. This time change is quite depressing. I don't want to be late for church again. With William Shatner's mind, it's messing.
3: Uh, actually, really early.
7: Why must we change our clocks? So in the winter, all <laughs> well, that we see... <laughs> Is the sign of what? Of darkness. Oh, no, that's just the uh, Biden administration. The sun is getting really dim. What's kind of bleak, actually, is it? And it's not even 5 p.m. <laughs> it always happens in November. <laughs> Back as far as I remember. Nice, nice. Why can't folks drive home from work? In some daylight yeah, it's a mess. Instead they get it's
3: Depressing in the wintertime
7: The sights Of darkness Yeah, I tried living in
3: Minneapolis I, I lived in Minneapolis for five years Uh, It starts getting dark, are you ready? About 4 o'clock in the afternoon, about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, But living in Minneapolis is beautiful in the summertime, uh, particularly when the Black Lives Matter protesters burn the neighborhoods and the the smoke rises above the ashes and, you know, all that stuff. Now, actually, it was a pretty good place back in the 90s when I lived there. It was a little insane in uptown, but... uh... But now it's completely insane. and uh, yeah, four o'clock is when it starts to get dark and' it's, it's really not good. It is really, really not good. Um, okay, so yesterday there was a uh, there was a hearing. And John Kennedy uh, from Louisiana grilled Sarah French-Brushell. She's President Joe Biden's nominee to the United States District Judge for the District of uh, Connecticut. And uh, she uh, apparently uh, signed on to a letter in 2020 about the COVID-19 outbreak. She was one of those COVID panic mongers. And, uh, and she actually advocated releasing everybody from jail because of covid it, it really happened. Here is uh, the first artful words of uh, John Kennedy to the judge. In your
8: letter to the governor, you, here's what you say. As they stand, yes. prisons and jails are detrimental to public health and human rights and disproportionately harm marginalized communities, including black, brown, indigenous and other communities of this is
3: typical mindless liberal pap uh, brought from college campuses and she signed
8: on Color, immigrants people with mental illness people with disabilities people in the lgbtq plus oh, you got yeah of course people who use drugs yeah people engaged in sex work yeah and street economies and people experiencing houselessness and poverty so if you believe that about our prisons, how are you going to ever send somebody to prison?
3: Yeah, there you go. She wanted them all uh, booted because you know you can, if you're if you're LGBTQ, then you can't be held for robbery because you're not responsible for it. Here's a little more from uh, uh, Senator Kennedy.
8: First, you, you call on Gov- Governor uh, Lamont to release everybody in jail. Is that right? Because of the coronavirus.
6: So again, Senator, I would need to see that letter in front of me.
8: Yeah, it's you might want to read it before you sign it. Certainly was not. You can find it with, a, just put your name in, in, into Google. You'll find it in about <laughs> three <laughs> nanoseconds.
3: There you he go. He's like, I just tuned it into Google. This is where he's artful.
8: You said in your letter, Professor, we call on Governor Lamont, State of Connecticut, and all Connecticut jurisdictions to immediate release to the back to the maximum extent possible people incarcerated, pre-trial, and post-conviction. And then you go on to say, talking once again about our jails, the global COVID-19 pandemic is throwing into sharp relief the untenable state of our penal system and the need for sustained action to shrink it, shrink its scale, shrink its size, and shrink its scope.
3: Now, uh, Sarah French Russell signed a letter that has the same talking points as Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a uh, giant money laundering scam and it is also a massive anti-Semitic organization. Uh, literally Chicago uh, Black Lives Matter posting a uh, photo uh, of a Palestinian paratrooper who, uh, who uh, went into Israel just four weeks ago and slaughtered people. So uh, Sarah French Russell bedded down with the same uh, type of liberal academic nonsense that uh, the left did during covid and uh, she shouldn't be considered for the united states district judge for the district of connecticut because all you're giving them is another judge to go after donald trump for nothing there you go let's take a break and come back my friends you are listening to the rob carson show Hey, guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z pack From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health Carson. Again, TWC.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code CARSON to save 10%. It is a Rob Carson show. Have uh, you signed up for Newsmax Plus yet? You should. Newsmaxplus.com is what you do. I did uh, this the other day, uh, uh, two days ago, I signed up for Newsmax Plus. Uh, you know, here's the thing there are a lot of content providers out there. And unfortunately, conservative content providers are always under fire, uh, always under attack from agencies to go after advertisers and everything. And so Newsmax is coming up with new ways to reach you and hyper-serve you as a conservative news uh, consumer. And so Newsmax Plus is the latest iteration of that. And I hope you'll consider it because, uh, you know, I mean, we've seen what the other networks are doing. Uh, ABC, CBS, NBC are worthless now. They all carried the Hamas hospital bombing story. That was a lie. They all carried it. So how can you trust them? How can you trust ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, PBS, NPR? How can you trust them when they literally ripped and read what Hamas sent them, blaming Israel for a hospital bombing that never happened, that ignited a bought-and-paid-for AstroTurf anti-Semitic movement around the world? You can never watch those networks again seriously. If they will do that and let you down in this time of need for Israel, then they will do it again and again and again, and they always do. They rip and read what's handed to them. So Newsmax is a, a, a terrific network. It's, it's growing by leaps and bounds. I got my TV show. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World. Uh, it's this weekend, and i tell you what, if you need to laugh, uh, this weekend's show is rapid fire, hilarious, uh, you know, and uh, again, Newsmax Plus. Just go to Newsmax and then PLUS.com and get signed up for it. Agriculture Department is headquartered uh, at the gateway between D.C. and Virginia. The building has a rich history, but on any given day, it sits 90% empty. Listen to this. GAO surveyed a government accountability office. When is the last time government was held accountable for anything? It's kind of stupid they have a department because they're never held accountable for anything. So the government accountability office surveyed two dozen federal agencies found that average a roughly 80% vacancy rate during the study period this year. Not a single agency topped 50% use. We are paying for massive amounts of square footage that government does not need anymore. I hope when Donald Trump is the president, he downsizes all of these agencies uh, and, and finally does something about this. You couldn't have a business like this. You'd go out of business. As the, uh, the county emerges from the pandemic, com- agencies continue to offer telework as an option. Federal government has a unique opportunity to reconsider how much blah, 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 time to die. Anyway, so they've discovered that a lot of these agencies, 24 agencies broken down into four tiers at the bottom, just 9% capacity agriculture. Social Security, Office of Personnel, the Small Business Administration, Department of Ur- uh, Housing and Urban Development, even the General Services Administration, all of those 9%. Second tier, education, transportation, Veterans Affairs, EPA, National Air at NASA, 16% use rate. Empty buildings, empty 84% of the time. Third tier, energy, labor, interior, health and human services, U.S. Agency for International Development, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, uh, The Defense Department's building, Mark Center, Alexandria, 23%. Occupied six agencies that did the best commerce, justice, state department because well, they need all the justice department to be able to go after Trump and his supporters and the uh, homeland security operations, which are allowing millions of illegals to come across our border. Nuclear Regulatory Commission, where they hire transgen- transgendered individuals who like to steal baggage, they average 36% use, none topped 50%. If that doesn't say all you need to know about the federal government, That I don't know what the hell does. Don't know what the hell does, yeah. <clears throat> oh, uh, Jim Comer was on Newsmax last night talking about uh, what's next as far as uh, the Bidens. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, Joe Biden. They just found a, a check for $40,000, which was 10% of a check that Hunter got from CEFC, a Chinese energy company, which is 10% for the big guy which was exposed in uh, countless emails that were found on Hunter Biden's uh, computer hard drives. Yeah. Uh, if, you didn't need, if you need to have it explained, I'll let Jim Comer explain it to
2: you. Biden family members made a series of complicated financial transactions to hide the source of the China Got money. Nothing to see here. Here's how that happened. There's nothing. First, Northern oh, sure. International Capital, a Chinese company associated with CEFC, wired $5 million to Hudson West Three a joint venture established by hunter biden and a cefc associate then hudson west three sent four hundred thousand dollars to an entity anybody
3: else when they hear hudson west think of hudson hawk that movie with uh, bruce willis and i just wanted to say that here
2: we go controlled by hunter biden (laughs) next hunter biden wired one hundred fifty thousand dollars to lion group a company owned by james and sarah biden sarah biden then withdrew fifty thousand dollars in cash from Lion Hall Group. And who hasn't done that? Later the same day, she deposited it into her and James Biden's personal checking account. That's weird. A few days later, Sarah Biden cut a check to Joe Biden for $40,000. The memo line of the check said loan repayment.
3: That is kind of weird. Now, uh, Jim Comer says they now have enough evidence. They're real close. And old Sarah and old James might have to appear before Congress.
2: $40,000 check, which came from CEFC. Uh, which was the deal that that Joe was going to be ten percent on uh, with the Chinese Communist Party. So now that we can trace the money, uh, we have enough bank records that we can bring the Bidens in. So we're preparing everything now uh, to be able to uh, serve them and 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 uh, try to bring them in. You know, we've got a couple of more bank statements that need to come in first. But uh, when when that all comes in, it should be in the matter of days. Then I think the uh, the American people who want to see this family held accountable. I think they're going to be very satisfied with the next step.
3: I hope so. I do hope so because it should be fairly obvious. And and what's really embarrassing is that, I mean, one of these days we're going to wake up and their glory is going to wash over us as all of the lies and the bullcrap are completely unveiled, and as people like Joe Scarborough and Mika Ono uh, are exposed for their. Uh, party apparatchik status. That's what's going to happen. I mean, it is happening. It's already happened with you and me, but it's becoming painfully obvious. And they keep towing that party line, man. But you know who's believing it? Nobody. Nobody's believing it anymore. There are a lot of uh, sycophantic Democrats who just watched the aforementioned uh, letter alphabet uh, networks, and they'll stick by it, but it is becoming very clear to all the rest of us. Meanwhile, you got a couple court cases. You've got a, a court case in Colorado seeking to prevent uh, Donald Trump from appearing on the ballot in 2024. You've got a classified uh, document uh, hearing. It looks like that may be postponed. You've got a, a trial going on in New York where... Donald Trump is uh, not, uh, there are no plaintiffs in the case. It is just the, f- the government uh, under a, uh, uh, an attorney general who campaigned on going after Donald Trump without any evidence. That's what her promise was. And so they literally created uh, crime, which is no crime. It was uh, overestimating the value of property. Now the bank said, well, okay, we'll take that and, uh, and here's your money. So, the banks literally looked at the property valuation of Donald Trump that he was saying and said, Oh, we're cool. Here's the money. And then Donald Trump paid it back with interest. So, if there's not a clear indication of a political witch hunt, then I don't know what there is. This is Alina Haba. Uh, she is an attorney for Donald Trump talking about uh, all of these efforts, all of these four indictments, which are, by the way, all coordinated. And, and Elena will uh, tell you that in a moment. But. Um, but despite all this, uh, it's actually making Trump more powerful, stronger, and, uh, and you know the rest.
6: The banks made money. The banks are sophisticated lenders. This is Deutsche Bank we're talking about. This is Ladder Capital. These are not uh, people that are mom and pops that don't understand. Uh, uh, wait, but, but, they're, they're
3: not plaintiffs. None of them are plaintiffs. Is that right?
6: They're not plaintiffs because they've never brought anything right. because there was never a default. They made money. They were paid on. They, t-
3: they looked at the valuations that Trump gave them. They sent their own auditors out to do valuations. That's what banks do. Morons.
6: Time. They made judgment calls. Uh, the Trump organization, the Trump family, as everybody knows, is incredibly and are incredibly wealthy, are succeeding and thriving despite the attacks that they come at with them. And the truth of the matter is this is too tight. President Trump up, and now his family, which is a whole new low, um, so that they cannot campaign and be doing what they need to do. Unfortunately, it's not working for them. If you look at the poll numbers, he's doing amazing. Um, and frankly, they're just giving him a platform. Does it mean it's right? No, but they're miscalculating their steps. And and as much as PR is, as Miss James, for instance, in this case has, she really needs to educate herself on, on how to do this properly. I think that's why she failed as her run for governor.
3: Now, when the uh, third case was announced against Donald Trump, I said this was a coordinated effort by the Justice Department. We know that, for instance, the Mar-a-Lago raid came from the White House. We know that. That was just released. So Joe Biden, whoever is pulling his strings, actually told the FBI to do the raid. Find me the man. Show me the man. I'll show you the crime. Now, I said that right about uh, indictment number three, but it should be very obvious. Alina Hava.
6: Well, I would invite anybody who's interested to read the cross-examination of Michael Cohen, where I specifically asked and elicited a response that said this. He was working with the DA and while interviewing with the DA, the huh. attorney general's office was sitting there with him. Oh, weird. This is absolutely coordinated. We know this is coordinated. Yeah. There is no reason that all of these trials, all of these cases have all of a sudden come from things that some of them go date back to when he was president. Yeah,
3: this is how they do it in third world banana Republic hell holes.
6: But they're all hitting him when in the year that he needs to be on the campaign trail and Duh. all of them are on rushed trial dates. It is absolutely coordinated, and I think it goes all the way from the top of down to the attorneys, the prosecutors, the AGs, the DAs, and there needs to be a complete clean-out of all of this corruption and politicization of, of anything in our justice system. I, it is I, so unappropriate. Oh yes,
3: the day of reckoning is coming. I swear to God in heaven, and I am waiting for that to wash over the country. Let's go to Brett in New Hampshire. Hello there, Brett. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on, my friend?
1: Hey, I, um, Rob, maybe you can help me understand this. Yes. Um now, if I if I buy something here in New Hampshire or even anywhere, and I want to uh, sell it for more than what I paid for it, is it is it a federal offense or is it just an uh, an illegal offense in New York?
3: I think it's just in New York. <laughs>
1: Can okay, you believe I wanted, it? I wanted you to straighten that straighten me out on that. Yes. I, I got I I I another one. Um, the squad or whatever they call themselves there. Yes. Yes. Shouldn't they be nominated to to um, go right over and try and have some peace talks with those people over there?
3: I think they should go over. Absolutely, 100%. I don't think they should wear a hijab or anything. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. should go over. <laughs> and, and so should these LGBTQ uh, activists for Palestine. I think they should go over. And I think they should have a pride parade right there. Right there in the middle of Gaza. And see how well that goes for them. I don't think it's going to end too well for them there, Brett. No, no, no. All right, Brett. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry.
1: I I said it's nice talking to you. We'll see you.
3: You too, brother. Hope to get back to uh, New Hampshire uh, to Benny Media, their glorious uh, facility in Concord again sometime soon. Cash Patel testified uh, with regard to uh, this uh, this uh, trial going on with the uh, the judge in Colorado. Here's what Cash Patel. Uh, trying to get him off the ballot. This is what Cash Patel had to say because the uh, the the first day of the trial, this uh, jackweed for the defense played a video where it just had Donald Trump saying, uh, "We'll fight for America," and didn't say "Go peacefully to the uh, to the Capitol." Did not play the video that he posted, tried to post on Twitter and YouTube saying "Go home peacefully." That that social media literally took down the day. And Cash Patel informed the judge. And by the way, they also said that Donald Trump didn't call in the National Guard. Well, Cash Patel uh, appeared on uh, on a Zoom call to testify, and here's how it went.
8: I think we were going to start with. uh, That's the judge. uh, President Trump, are they ready to call their first witness?
3: Yes, we would call Kashaf
8: Patel.
5: To your knowledge, did any senior DOJ leader ever state in words or substance that they felt they needed more or different authorization from President Trump before they could deploy National Guard troops to keep the peace on January 6th? No. So why didn't we have 10,000 National Guard troops suited up and armed guarding the Capitol on the morning of January 6th? There's a multitude of reasons,
4: but namely, step one was a commander in chief's authorization which we had. Step two authorized a request by the governing body, the local governing body. It's the mayor since it's Washington, D.C. Listen. C. And or the heads of the Capitol Police Bureau. And Mr. Patel, I would ask you uh, if you recognize this letter. I do. It's the letter I referenced from Mayor Bowser, I believe on January 5th to the Department of Defense, where she specifically stated, we would not be requesting any additional National Guards men and women. And that was her letter to us. That was the declination of a request. There you go. So we
3: were on standby.
5: Ding, ding. Did you testify before the January 6th Select Committee? I did.
3: Okay, so she, he, he uh, apparently testified. This is the January sixth, Kangaroo Court.
5: Listen to this. You questioned in a public hearing? Uh, no, they declined my request for a public hearing. Oh. Was your testimony public? When given? No. Did you tell them what you've told us today about the president and the deployment of National Guard troops? I believe so. Did the committee ever call you to testify about those issues in public session?
3: No. There you go. Kangaroo Court. All of these are going to come tumbling down, and we're going to get our retribution. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show.
7: Come on, Pete. Come on. Start moving. Got to get in there.
3: Yeah, 25 miles. That is Edwin Starr. If you want a a song that will motivate you this weekend, 25 Miles by Edwin Starr. Crank it up, Brian. Let me hear it. Come on. Uh, Come on. Uh Okay, bring it on now. That's awesome. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. You know what else I love? I love Alina Habba. She's uh, one of Trump's attorneys. Here she is talking about uh, Letitia James, uh, the AG of the state of New York, who campaigned on going after Trump even though he had not committed any crimes. We are
6: now over a month deep into the biggest waste of New York taxpayer dollars I've ever seen. President Trump's statement of financial condition was so undervalued, but Letitia James, as you've seen, will show up when it's a press day. I said it yesterday on the news. She hasn't been here for days, but you know when she's gonna come? When the main event's here, and that is Trump. She piggybacked on Trump to get into office. She didn't do it well enough to be a governor. She was a failed gubernatorial candidate. And now she's working on her politics again. She shows up, sits in the back when she should be doing real work because the city of New York has fallen apart.
3: Yeah, there you go. That's what uh, she's all about. That's what all these we DA's are now over a
6: month deep. Hold on one I don't into want to the hear biggest that Biggest waste of New York time. Stop tax it right now.
3: Instagram. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. This is all. Uh, this is all politics. This is what she's doing. These are why all of these cases are going to go to hell in a handbasket. They. They just are. They just are. Um, This is kind of good news. Listen to this. Listen to this. In Loudoun County, where uh, uh, Democrats lost, uh, well, the state of of Virginia, where they now have a Republican governor because of nonsense going on at schools, Loudoun County High School students are walking out of class over transgender bathrooms. Furious kids demand male and female-only spaces due to the massive security risk. So it looks like Gen Z isn't down with all this nonsense. Students
1: at Woodgrove High School walked out in protest of the Loudoun County School Board's policy that allows non- binary, gender fluid and transgender students to use the school bathrooms and locker rooms of their choice.
9: You know, the in the mentally Ill ones. Room, it's it's an invasion of privacy, as I
10: said, because when men and natural born males are in our locker rooms and they are showering in the morning, natural born females can walk in there as they please and as they want to do
8: so. And that is not okay I mean, nope. it's against what we believe in Not Okay. In 2021,
1: the Loudon County School Board voted 9 to 3 to adopt the district-wide policy known as policy 84. 84- these students have had enough, and they want the policy Good. reversed. Good. Uncomfortable, you think, for students here, this policy that allows non-binary and transgender students <laughs> to use the locker rooms and bathrooms of their choice? Very uncomfortable. I yeah.
9: want to be able to, when I get off from of football practice, to go put my pads away and change with not feeling uncomfortable with other genders in there watching me. Especially, I feel the girls is feel the guy. same way about the situation. <laughs> How would you feel if you're a female changing with a male in the restroom?
0: It's a massive safety risk. And they don't do anything about it. And yep. we express these concerns and they ignore us and write us off as right-wing crazies. Yes. We're not crazy. We just don't want to be in danger on a daily basis in this building.
7: Meanwhile,
1: a smaller group of counter-protesters waved pride
3: flags. Yeah, there were a couple of those. And by the way, I believe Most of the school board members in Loudoun County are up for election. It's time to clean house. So let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show.
11: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows, and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60 day trial now at shipstation.com. And use the code POD. That's shipstation.com with the code POD. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for $10 off your first purchase get $10 off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com wide
2: web this is the rob carson show
3: and by the grace of god it is finally friday welcome to the last hour of the show today if you uh If you would like to listen to the podcast of the show, uh, my awesome producer, Ken, also known as Redneck MacGyver, uh, puts up the podcast every day, two uh, one-hour segments of the show. He edits it down, makes it digestible. You can take it with you. You can, you know, if you're on the treadmill or whatever you do at the gym, whatever you do, you know, the torturous gym machine of your choice, (laughs) or you are walking the dog or whatever. But anyway, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. You know, it's kind of funny. I was talking I don't know if I should share this story. Maybe I'll share it before the end of the show. Uh, somebody remind me to tell the story about my fingernail, because uh, I always call my my producer Ken Redneck MacGyver. But I do some things that have uh, I've done some things that uh, definitely qualify me uh, for being uh, right up there with Redneck MacGyver. And there's this one thing about uh, well, the story that I'll share it involved uh, a home surgical procedure proceeding. I'll try to get through that before the end of the show. But I'm just the only reason I say it is because. Ken is like outdoorsy guy, you know, uh, rub some dirt on it, whatever. I told him this story, and his head almost exploded. He couldn't believe that I did it. That I did it. He's like, "Oh my God, you blown away anything I could ever do?" And I'm from Florida. That's what he's, you know, is because Florida people, they do some crazy stuff. Men in Florida do some crazy stuff. Here, here's a story, for instance. Here's a story. I, I, I got to, you know, I've covered a lot of stuff, uh, serious, really serious stuff, and I'm not saying we're done with the serious stuff today. But there's some things that I want to talk about that I just think are, uh, are entertaining and funny and telling and all of that stuff and, and, uh, and just stuff that I wanted to kind of cover. So there is uh, there's a story about this uh, this uh, guy in Florida who uh, you know remember when you were like 16 years old and you uh, and you uh, dressed up your car and you did that up a car like for instance I had a <clears throat> this is going to date me it was an old car when I was in high school 76 Dodge Aspen that was my car I know dear God what a piece of crap slant sick rusting off its frame three on the tree sunk. Every dime into that car. I painted it candy apple red. A can- I painted the rims. I put cool tires on it. I had a sound system to blow your head off. The whole deal. But it was a waste of money because the 76 Dodge Aspen was a piece of crap. But I loved that car. That I mean, I would wash and wax that car. And I would do it and all of that. But in Florida, there's a guy. Uh, he had a, a pickup truck. He wanted to dress up for the ladies. For the ladies. An 18-year-old dude. And so he'd been tracked down by police for allegedly impersonating law enforcement. He made his truck kind of look like a border patrol vehicle, except for it literally said on the sides and on the back, booty patrol, booty patrol. So the DeSoto DeSoto County sheriffs notified the public of the white Chevy Silverado accused of impersonating a law enforcement. The police asked the public if anyone had been deceitfully pulled over by the booty patrol. Well, no. Of course not. Not if you had some uh, booty on board. A uh, yeah, Duh, Brian, my producer at WCBM in Baltimore, he just said, we He said, "He said basically, were people pulled over for having big booties?" And I said, "Brian, go big or go home. Come on, we all know what Sir Mix-a-Lot said about big butts, and he could not lie. And by the way, you other brothers cannot deny." <clears throat> anyway, here's the story from Florida about the uh, booty patrol and impersonating an officer.
5: Patrol ...plastered on the side of a truck, now has a ticket from the DeSoto County deputies. In a Facebook post, DeSoto County put the Chevy Silverado's red and blue lights on blast. Claiming, You're
3: not concealing any booty in that car, are you? I'm going to have to see that. ...meaning <laughs> that this truck has been impersonating
5: <laughs> law enforcement. But when you jump into the comments, you see people saying, this is a show truck. And no one is being pulled over. When you look closely, you find the owner of the truck,
3: and sure enough, anybody remember the uh, the truck that uh, uh, in Kill Bill two? You remember that one? It had something on it that I can't say. His Facebook is flooded with pictures and
5: videos like this. Showing off the Booty Patrol truck, lights flashing and all, and (laughs) claiming that he has never had the lights on while driving. Well, today deputies say that they found that truck and the driver, and they gave him a ticket. The Booty Patrol has sparked a debate about what's legal, and what's not?
3: When yes, the booty patrol has sparked a debate as to what is legal, and what is not. And, and this is bad news for all of the booty patrol agents in the country who volunteer to be on the booty patrol.
5: it comes to customizing your cars, Wink News reporter Michael Hudak joins us now
3: live. Well, the TV station is called Wink. There you go.
5: So, Michael, what is the issue (laughs) with the booty patrol vehicle?
3: Yes, what is the issue with the booty patrol vehicle? In all seriousness, please, deliver a serious report about an 18-year-old guy with the words booty patrol on his truck. There it is. Right here. he has got a delay. The
4: answer is in the booty. Meaning inside of the booty truck. You see, there are no legal ramifications for those kinds of decals that you're about to see in this video. The real violation are the... I'm
3: thinking maybe my uh, Bronco might have to become a... Booty mobile that he used to impersonate a law
4: enforcement officer. Florida Statute
3: 316.2397 yes, yeah. says patrol.
4: a person may not have a red, red, and white, or blue light visible from directly in front of their vehicle, thus marking the last time that the booty could patrol could be so cheeky. Wink News showed you this truck on Monday night, decked out from front to booty with booty, to booty control sitting on the ass asphalt. Except this was no officer of the law, he was trying to be an officer officer of your derriere, yes. and that's not even the butt of the joke. That's the DeSoto nice. County Sheriff's oh. Office first oh. posted on social media asking for the public's help in identifying who the booty man was. Yes. They're like, he ain't with us, but he's pretending to be us, and he's not allowed to patrol the booty. Then in the comment section of that post, the booty man commented admitting that he was the booty troll, yeah. so <laughs> let's put this all together here. The decals on the side of the <laughs> yes. car yes. are not a problem at all. Uh. It's the lights that he had on oh, top of the vehicle okay. that yeah, were right. impersonating yeah, yeah. Yeah. an officer no. of the law when in reality, he was not an officer of anything, not even the booty. Not Reporting even the booty in yeah. Lee County. So, Michael Hudak, Wink
3: News. There you go, nice. That was actually that was pretty damn good. <laughs> that is just fantastic. Uh, oh, here's another favorite story. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. Republican Party of Virginia is taking the gloves off, mailing out thousands of explicit flyers about Democrat Susanna Gibson's hot wife experience online sex scandal. I uh, you knew that Susanna Gibson is a Democrat candidate. She's got a couple kids, and she and her husband got online with this hot wife experience thing, and they would perform sexual uh, stuff online for tips for tips. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, it's not like when you go to Starbucks you can say 15%. You know, is that a 15%? I don't know if that is. That might be a tw- Ooh, hold on. I think that's a 20% right there. Might have to go custom amount for that one. I didn't realize she was that flexible. Anyway, so she's 40-year-old mother for two. Uh, she has no shame at all. She's on a platform platform called Chatterbait, which has something to do with chatter, I guess, and something else. Fishing It's about fishing. They like to chat about fishing. Chat or bait is what it is. Or or bait. Chat or whatever. Anyway. So anyway, they have decided to mail out uh, thousands of flowers with direct quotes from her X-rated videos like, uh, More tokens before I let him do that. That is... (laughs) Uh, You know, maybe this is the perfect way for uh, politicians because... um, because they kind of do the same thing uh, when you think about it. When they get into uh, when they get in office, here's the here's the story from uh, from Virginia about the uh, the chatterbait because she fishes uh, story.
0: Yeah, Makia, Kurt, I asked Governor Yunkin about this campaign tactic, and he told me that he had not seen the mailers his own party sent out to thousands of voters, but he did have this to say about Susanna Gibson and the scandal that's followed her.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. This candidate's personal life is something that that candidate needs to explain to people, and the Democratic Party needs to have an opinion on this.
0: These flyers, maybe she
3: could do it on Chatterbait,
0: began showing up in mailboxes in the 57th House District. The outside says do not open if you are under the age of 18 and warning explicit material enclosed.
3: Now, do you suppose that any married men in the audience who went and got the mail that day got completely uh, threatened by their wife for ordering this crap? Do you suppose that?
0: Inside are censored quotes <laughs> and screenshots from Democrat Susanna Gibson's public porn live stream. Nice. In these videos, she allegedly performed sex acts with her husband and asked viewers to pay them money. Some 57th District voters I spoke with off camera tell me it seemed a tad extreme to push out her explicit content, even though it. Yeah, you
3: wouldn't want to be that to be seen by the public.
0: Is something they say voters should know about. Political analyst Larry Sabato says it's unclear whether the Flyers will hurt Gibson's campaign.
3: It will not with college-age males and lonely middle-aged men who spend a lot of time in their offices with the door closed. I'm just saying. I'm thinking she's pretty pretty much kicking uh, kicking butt with that demo. Now, this is kind of a rising thing in, in the world I with the death of shame that women, including mothers, are going online doing porn. It, it really, and, I'm, and this is in all seriousness, it is really d- disgusting. It is really, really sickening that this is happening. An English teacher in St. Clair, Missouri High School. God, what I could, my God, if Mrs. Conway would have done this, I would have spent, I would have not played so much Pac-Man, I'll just tell you that. <clears throat> so anyway, English teacher at St. Clair, Missouri High School has been uh, admitted to creating a porn on the adult site to only fans now expects to lose her job. 31-year-old Megan Gaither, uh, said she'd been put on leave uh, after joining the website to help pay off student loans. See, this is why we need the bailout money, so you don't have to open up your OnlyFans page and do porn online. <clears throat> so that's what teachers are doing all over the place. Uh, her former college teacher, Brianna Cabbage resigned a few weeks ago once district leaders divorced, d- discovered her profile on the ac- adult content website as well. So this is happening. A lot of teachers not making enough money, so they're turning to homemade porn online. I know, and then there's this. I thought this was pretty funny. There's this uh, this NBA player, and he found his uh, he found his wife online uh, with an OnlyFans page. His name is uh, Joe Smith. Now I want you to think about this. You're at home. You're married. You find out your wife has an OnlyFans page. Now she's not pleasuring other men in purpose, uh, in, in person. They're not getting together and hooking up, but she's performing. Right? This is uh, this is uh, from the Brandon Tatum um, uh, podcast. Listen to uh, Joe Smith confronting his wife about her OnlyFans page. Fellas, don't marry women like this.
6: I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad if just find but, it out. How
3: would you feel if your sick other had an OnlyFans page where she was going online doing, uh, you know, uh, acts like this online for people, seeing the whole thing, and, and you wasted how many years dating and, and to get to that point?
6: Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it with anybody
7: but
0: myself. Oh, so I have to tell you, my so choice, my so body, on my on body, my
7: job body. Job my- but-
3: do you realize how I what I had to do to get here? Please. My body, my choice, Girl, is what she said.
0: <laughs> she's using
7: my body,
3: my
0: choice. I've been asking for oh, solutions.
7: this is You're great. You're not me none, so I created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. That's no you, knew, solution. you
6: knew who the f I was when you met me.
7: Before. Before. Before, before, yeah,
6: made, before, yeah, I knew and I that. thought that I would never have to go Man, back to you know, anything like this again, unfortunately... But
9: no, no, no. I
3: always kind of wondered why the webcam was at the end of the bed and we never, you know... <laughs> it really is, I mean, this is really, uh, this is something else. Uh, I've been talking about the, uh, the death of shame for a very long time. This is a prime example. You know the other prime example is? Men who can't compete with men competing with women. That's the other death of shame. And I'm and I'm hoping that shaming is gonna make a comeback. on that court, which it is happening, on this court with this OnlyFans nonsense. Are you out of your are you out of your mind? Are you out of my When was a solution to go on OnlyFans and and divulge your most personal, private, sexual whatever That what is wrong with you? I mean, my God in heaven. Uh they're paying seventeen dollars at Walmart for crying out loud. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and come back. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. We live in a really weird time, don't we? It's just uh, crazy. She had this, uh, you know, Susanna Gibson, Democrat candidate, running for the uh, House of Delegates, had a, uh, a porn site that she would perform acts with her husband, and, uh, and she would get uh, tokens, which were tips for it. Uh, if I had this in high school... I would have a seeing-eye dog right now. I mean, I'd be reading Braille, and I'd have a cane for crying out loud. Unbelievable, if you're, what your mother says is true. Uh, you know, uh, seriously, what the what? What the what? The teachers are doing this. This is uh, this is remarkable. This, I, I remember in high school, I mean, Mrs. Clausen, my God. Uh, you know, Conway, oh, my God. Um, the, 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 you know who's going to vote for her? No. I'm trying to decide uh, whether... Okay, 18-year-old men voting for the first time. Do you suppose they would vote for her? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to vote for her. It's my first time voting. I'm going to yank that lever for uh, Susanna Gibson. Yeah. Oh, yay, go Gibson. (laughs) Although I kind of wonder if she... uh, if they want her to run, because they kind of like the, you know, what's going online. And if she uh, runs for office, then that, that stuff's probably going to end. So uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of where we are. But I tell you what, I would have needed a C9 dog. Pick your teacher, for crying out loud. Hey, let's talk about Green New Deal nonsense, shall we?
7: Green New Deal is a total scam. It's a joke. Taxpayers and it's gonna slam. Total joke. It's... Giant money grab Bankrupt the country while we all Pay the tax this hey, away, G- this. Electric calls you'll Count for four to dry huh. Economy will fight To stay alive. alive Description will be Far and wide We'll be suffering because Joe Manchin Lied He's a joke Windmills Can't drill. EV Huge fees, how did it pass? Goodbye, cars with gas. Green new deal is a joke.
3: So not only would we find out a couple of major auto manufacturers are backing off their, you know, a quest for an affordable EV because they suck. Um but also wind companies losing billions, prompting fears of a federal bailout. Of course, because it's the only way that uh, EVs can uh, can make it. And even then, they didn't. You remember the federal government pour, has poured billions of dollars into projects like Solyndra 2009. $535 million in loans to Solyndra. Two years later, they went out of business. It's not sustainable. Electric energy right now is uh, the, 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 the windmills. Uh, EVs, there will never be an electric tractor-trailer, there will never be an electric tank, there will never be an electric battleship, there will never be an electric, you know, uh, a fishing boat, there will never be an electric anything other than a small commuter vehicle or a golf cart. But here is the uh, Jeff Van Drew congressman talking about uh, what's happening to wind farms. You know those wind farms that they've been putting in that have been killing all the whales and everything? Well, now a couple of those big companies are canceling projects because they're a joke.
9: This is not just some hypothetical situation. Even the company itself admitted that we would lose billions of dollars in tourism dollars, that it would hurt fishing, that it would hurt national security because they are so tall and so many of them over millions of acres of ocean, not an exaggeration. And they look like crap. Millions, not thousands. And it was going to be such uh, an effect on the environment and our utility costs too that's something that people forget about sometimes even if you didn't care about the whales fishing the environment national security your utility bills were going to go up two three four times as much or more and the company even said it but it was worth it for the american people to pay it according to the company how wrong is that I this was an organic movement uh, you know in the very beginning I was kind of out there in the wilderness by myself and you were kind enough to come cover this from the beginning it was wrong yes another form of corruption, another form of destroying Americanism. I I am so happy today, but we cannot give up.
3: Yeah. Uh, Wind farms are going to hell in a handbasket. Despite the billions of dollars in subsidies that came down the pipeline in 2022 before the Inflation Reduction Act gave way, energy experts don't expect that the need for more money will deter the nationwide momentum to build more and more uh, wind farms, even though they are failing. They are absolutely failing. All this green energy, energy nonsense is failing. Fisker Automotive got 529 million uh, green energy loan from the Department of uh, Energy for Hybrids. The company spent $192 million before going bankrupt. All right. General Electric said that the company's offshore wind operations uh, expect to post-annual losses of $1 billion. German turbine manufacturer Siemens Energy is expected uh, a $5 billion net loss this year. Also, according to Bloomberg, the company is now in talks with the German governor- government for nearly $16 billion in Guarantees. A Chinese wind turbine maker Jing Goldwyn uh, is uh, currently reporting a $1.28 uh, $1. million uh, profit in the third quarter, down 98% from 2022. Because it's a joke. EVs are for posers. Windmills are bird salad shooters. Salad shooter, help you every day. There you go. Uh, coming up, a live report from Israel from john huddy don't go anywhere a lot of developments happening in the middle east a lot of developments happening in america as israel fights for its survival after 10-7 which is 9-11 on the ground in israel right now john huddy newsback senior correspondent uh john welcome to the show i hope you're doing well my friend been thinking about you every day
10: i appreciate that rob yeah it's
3: good to be on with you again so where without giving up your your location whereabouts are you uh, today
10: well that, no that's fine i mean i can tell you where i am i'm in Ashkelon now um we're okay. back here after being in sterote um along the gaza border and it was a a very active evening as we came under direct rocket fire um wow. we i was actually about to go live for one of the broadcasts for the moon show, and we got, as I was in the position with the camera and light, the warning, um, the warning started going off uh, about incoming rockets. And as, as I've explained before, in that position, we're so close to the Gaza border that generally, when you're in some of the other areas, such as Ashkelon or Tel Aviv to the north, You have about, when the warnings go off and sirens go off, you have anywhere from 30 seconds to maybe a minute to scramble to, if you're out on the street, into a building, into a bomb shelter, or somewhere to safety. In Chirot, where we were, you have 10 seconds or less. Wow. And I experienced that (laughs) directly today when literally I'm standing in front of the camera, the warnings go off, and by the time it took for me to run from behind the camera and hit the, hit the ground between the car and the side of the school, the rocket came in and, and landed inside the courtyard of that school. My God. Um, And we, the first rocket went overhead, and then the second rocket came in, and I, it, I could see it lit up the night sky as it came in, and I knew it was going to be close, but I didn't realize it was going to be literally on top of us
3: and so these are and,
10: and, yeah, go
3: ahead so these are rockets that Hamas is firing at Israeli locations correct, correct. and and, and, yeah. and how many um, are they launching on a daily basis what's the what's the average? have you heard uh, how many of these rockets are coming in uh, from uh, from many. the occupied territories
10: No, not as many as as in the beginning of, of the war. Yeah. Um, that it, It's not... I, I mean, the the, the sirens have gone off and warnings have gone off throughout the day in the community, in Ashkelon, where we are. I think there were maybe even warnings in, in Ashdod, Tel Aviv, and then the surrounding... The, the warnings are always going off, and there's consistently rocket fire along the communities going south. Um, but it's not as prevalent as it was in the beginning, and that's because the idea has pushed in to northern Gaza, has encircled, and is actually, the last report I heard, was moving into Gaza City. So that's really the Hamas stronghold, and that's where so many of the rockets have been fired from. So now that the IDF is taking control, there's not as much rocket fire. So in answer to your question, I I can't give you an exact number, but they're still firing. They still have the ability to fire rockets. And thank God, nobody was Hurt, which was incredible, considering the area where we were is full of media. All international media was up there, and it just it went over everybody's head and landed in the courtyard of the school. There was the crater there, and the shrapnel blew out windows, blew out the windows of one of the other crews' cars that were parked in a roundabout. Um, but it just goes to show how how close and how how much of a threat Hamas still is, and, and
3: now, the danger aspect of it. I had heard, and you had alluded to just now, that uh, that uh, Israeli forces have encircled Gaza City uh, in are beginning of the push-in. Uh, Bibi Netanyahu told Joe Biden there will be no pauses in fighting without the release of hostages. Uh, one thing is getting lost in all of this is that we we had 30 of our citizens murdered, 10 of them, at least 10 of them, being held hostage right now. And uh, and all of these protests, all the protestations, all of the anti-cinematic pro- protests happening Happening all over the United States are not causing a pause Uh, and it doesn't look like Benjamin Netanyahu is going to pause anything. Is that uh, is that your assertion? What are you hearing about uh, the Israeli forces?
10: Well the Israeli forces are definitely aren't pausing. They're they're continuing because you know look back in back in 2014 during Operation Protective Edge uh, there there were several I think three or four humanitarian ceasefires and I was in Gaza City uh, during for the first three weeks of that of that war, and there were ceasefires, but it didn't stop Hamas from from firing. They still continued to fire at Israeli forces. They continued to fire mortar mortars and rockets. And I think the concern from the IDF perspective I can't speak to the IDF, but but based on the conversations I had is that you allow any pause. In, and any ceasefire is going to allow Hamas to, to regroup and potentially resupply, and, and the IDF is pushing in, and they they are not they're not going to allow that to happen. You know, the the objective is clear, and that's to destroy Hamas, Hamas's military capabilities, certainly in Gaza, and, and that's the focus. And you know, and I think the you know what what Bibi said, what Yair Galant the. Um, The Israeli defense minister, they're maintaining that there's not going to be any humanitarian ceasefire. There's not going to be any humanitarian pause, particularly as these 242 hostages remain in Gaza.
3: Yeah, now the uh, the the Israeli aid package is now uh, <clears throat> past the House. is probably going to be uh, blocked in the Senate because they want to uh, put a bunch of strings attached to it. What are the people of Israel saying to you about the United States and our support? Do they believe that the American people are behind them? Uh, you know, uh, with this rather lukewarm uh, response from you know a lot of people in the in the country, if not all out, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know. Disagree- agreement with Israel thinking that Israel ought to, ought to not do anything. How are the Israeli people thinking about us?
10: Well they they, they 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 appreciate the support. Um and and I've talked to I've talked to troops, I've talked to ground, you know, I've talked to the soldiers who have asked, oh where are you from? Or from the United States. Some are also dual American Israeli citizens. But the Israelis that I've talked to and I've had convoys of troops go by and some pulling over and, you know, saying hello. And they've all said, thank you for the support. We thank America for its support. They do. They, I think most understand that despite the protest and the, and the rise in anti-Semitism, the majority of Americans do support the effort. They do support Israel, certainly those that I know. And so Israelis are appreciative. They're appreciative of America's backing, um, they're appreciative of, of America's support, um, you know, and I, I think the politics aside, you know, they do they do know that. And particularly when, you know, the USS Gerald R4 strike group is here, USS Patan in the Red Sea, it certainly adds a level of um, optimism to the overall fight because they know America has, has the backing. I don't I I think they do support BB and, and the IDF and not pausing, you know, the 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 overall offensive.
2: Let um, me
3: ask you this. It
10: is, yeah, it is important uh, well, to continue and they are they are on track to take off the
3: Well I hope it gets there in a in a big hurry. Now you you are married, uh you've got a kid. Uh, it's got to be hard for you, you to be there, you know, putting yourself in danger, calling your wife later saying, yeah, honey, a missile just landed near us. Uh, how is this? How is this going with your with your family? Is, is everybody, uh, uh, you know, what, what's because your wife is an Israeli. I mean, she's an Israeli. She sees what's going on. She realizes yeah. how does she feel about you once again risking your life in a theater of war?
10: She knows it's the job. She, she, it's, hard. It, it's hard for her because we, we, we have two children. We have, you know, my daughter is five and my son is a little over a year and a half. Um, but I don't know what it says about me, but back in during the war in Ukraine, my first deployment, um, it was right after I started with, with Newsmax. I was there for about maybe two and a half, three months, and I came home because my wife was going into labor. Uh, so I got home, and my son was born, and 10 days after he was born, I went back to Ukraine. <laughs> so, you know, she she, she understands that this is the business I chose. This is what I do. I love what I do. Um, it is getting harder, though, to, to, in answer to your question, um, to be away from my, my family and to be away from my children. And a moment like tonight um, just reaffirms how— you know, there's there's a saying, there's a mo- there's a line from a movie that I love. It's it, I, I hope I'm saying it right. Sometimes the people who push the limits find the limits push back. And yeah. You don't you don't you don't want to get too close to the flame. And I try to be very measured. There's always a risk factor, and any journalist who's who's covered a war knows this. But you you take measured risks. And tonight that that was a little that was a bit intimidating. I mean, I've come under rocket fire, but. It was right, it was almost on top of us.
7: I mean,
10: it was on top yeah. of us. It was right next Wow. To us. You know, and so also and al- made me <clears throat> evaluate things a little
3: bit. Well, you also have been to uh, uh, kibbutzes where this murder, this, this, this uh, uh, medieval uh, murder fest happened, and you as a father of young children, dear God in heaven, man, I mean, that's got to be really hard for you to digest when you get back to the hotel room at night. How's that yeah, part of yeah, your I life doing? Out. I mean, that's got to be tough. How do you put that aside?
10: Well, yeah, we, we you know, we talked about that before, and, and you know, I, I think about, you know, and it, and it was actually our last conversation. You know, I was thinking a lot about it because um, I think about all the people. You know, I talked about how we came under rocket fire, but imagine the people who live with that threat constantly. No, you know, no. the people in in these kibbutzes before October seventh. Who, who would come under mortar fire. They were constantly living under that threat from Hamas and in the north from Hezbollah. And, you know, my family is here, or my wife's family is here, and I spent last I spent Shabbat last week with them. Um, my brother-in-law, I spoke with his wife, and she told me I can't watch the news. I'm terrified. I'm terrified for my husband. And as I told her, well, your husband... He knows what he's doing, and he's in one of the you know he he he's surrounded by one of the most advanced and best militaries in the world um, that has the U.S.'s support militarily too. But you know to answer your question, yeah, yeah, I think about of course I'm thinking about all that, and I'm thinking about the people who who have lost everything, who have lost family members, who have gone through the atrocities that were committed on October 7th. And these protests, it, I, I'm just. And, and here's, you know, here's the other thing about Israelis and, and and how they feel. They love America. They love the support. But they are concerned and dismayed by the level of anti-Semitism and protest, not only in the United States but worldwide. Yes, they, they are incredibly concerned about that. As am I. Yeah, as are
3: you. Well, so am I. As You're are not.
10: so many of your listeners. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. You know
3: well John I uh, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing over there and uh, and I watch you and uh, and I just appreciate you doing this. I'm glad someone will. I think you're I think you you know this 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 is kind of like almost like a military service to me. If you if you do this, you've got to be so committed to it that you would risk injury because you realize how important it is to get the truth out. I just admire you for that. And I just want you to just uh, uh, say that you know that we're praying for you and we appreciate your coverage, brother. Do really appreciate it. So best of luck to you, and I and I hope you have a glorious weekend. I hope you're soon re- reunited with your family, uh just in time for all of the uh, holidays coming up.
10: I appreciate that, Rob. Thank you
3: so much. I appreciate it. All right, brother. God bless you. you. Take care of yourself. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. (laughs) By the way, my TV show is this weekend on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World? And uh, just reviewed the final uh, cut last night. It's really funny. I think you'll enjoy it a lot. Go to NewsmaxTV.com. For details, one the high school in Virginia had eight opioid overdoses in three weeks. Authorities are investigating an unprecedented outbreak. Uh, eight students, Parkview High School, have overdosed in the last three weeks. They were all saved. One of them had to have CPR. They all had to have Narcon, Narcan. Uh, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Sadly, horrific happened last night, said Thomas Julie, the communications officer for the, uh, the uh, Loudoun County Sheriff's Department. Um, one student had to get CPR before the outbreak at Parkview. The Sheriff's Department investigated nine opioid overdoses among young people in Loudoun County this year, bringing the total to 18. This is part of the, uh, the open southern border. This is part of the fentanyl. Uh, all nine cases at Parkview believe to involve fentanyl since the students took uh, round blue p- pills marked M30. One of the most common appearances of fent- fentanyl that mimics oxycodone sold at pharmacies. So uh, when are the kids going to start dying? Well, they're already dying. They're just not dying at school. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Joe Biden's administration now advising schools across the United States to keep the overdose reversal drug naloxone, commonly known as Narcan, in stock because of the number of fentanyl deaths killing our children. They're murders. They're murders because this fentanyl comes from China. It's manufactured in China. It is meant to kill it is meant to be mistaken for other medication. Do you not understand that? If you haven't had to talk with your kid about it, y'all ought to consider doing that. Ought to consider that. All right, a little bit less serious.
6: Stupid, 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 stupid.
11: People, people, people. people. Just plain stupid stupid. stupid. stupid as stupid does, this?
7: look stupid?
3: Looks like uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is... Uh, he is going to uh, go gender non-conforming. I don't know if this is the theme or whatever, but there are a lot of gender non-performing, uh, non-binary uh, cast members uh, like uh, the Broadway musical Shucked and the Juliet. Don't even know what that is, Shucked. Is that about Iowa? Nebraska, that's where the Cornhuskers are from, and Juliet, which feature gender non-binary performers. Shucked star Alec Newell, a biological male, won a Tony Award this year for his performance as the female role of Lulu, whatever. He identifies as he, she, they, because he has multiple personalities, and he's insane. Anyway, so uh, it looks like there's going to be uh, a bunch of non-gender-conforming non performers in the, uh, in the parade this year. 2021 transgender pop star Kim Petras Perform during the parade. Uh, you know, see, uh, yeah. If uh, if this parade goes full walk, I am so done. I used to enjoy watching the Macy Day Parade. Here's a bit of good news before we wrap up the show today. A, good, a bit of good news. Florida School transformed after banning students from using phones for a day. Bullying dropped. Student engagement in class rose. Kids facing, uh, saying they're enjoying face-to-face interaction. Imagine that. There you go. Florida district praising. They they banned nearly 200,000 students from using phones and went into effect in September, and it uh, prohibited pupils in the Orlando's Orange County Public Schools from using the devices. So uh, basically, uh, parents, teachers, and students spoke about how the new stipulation has uh, has already brought benefits. Drops in bullying, rise in engagement. One principal lauded the new law. Well, of course. Have you seen how bizarre and dystopian it looks when you go to an airport now? When you get on the rolling walkway and everybody just glued to their phone where families sit at dinner looking at their phone, that didn't happen in my house. We saw a lot of bullying, one of the principals said. We had a lot of, of issues with students posting or trying to record things that went on during school time. Uh, but, uh, but apparently things have, uh, the students are more talkative, more collaborative. Imagine that. Imagine what happens when the adults are adults and the children are children, and the adults are responsible and the adults are in charge. Imagine if this happened in America's universities. Probably wouldn't be having all these anti-Semitic protests. You might have actually some uh, students going to class to learn something they can use in the real world. I don't know, maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. Just maybe, maybe. Finally, scientists reveal the very surprising reasons 5% of people are terrified of clowns. It's not because it's rooted in some sort of a, uh, a childhood experience with clowns. Apparently, it has something to do with uh, with the makeup and the facial expressions. I got two reasons why clowns are terrifying. Are you ready for them? John Wayne Gacy and pennywise there you go there's the answer to your clown fears i wasn't afraid of clowns before john wayne gacy and pennywise all right let's take a break <laughs> and of course me on the radio uh let's take a break and come back wrap up the show it's a rob carson show guys i hope you have a glorious weekend with your uh, families and your loved ones god bless israel God be with Israel. God bless you, the unborn. And until Monday, don't catch the so stupid. Watch my TV show on Newsmax, newsmaxtv.com. See ya.